Welcome to Sap's Quest, a solo RPG actual play podcast. I am your host, GM, and solo player, Sap, and this is my quest. The following podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Sap's Quest. In the previous episode, we fought the bear, the flying bear, and we won, which was great. We encased its head in a ball of steel beads. Yeah, steel beads. And just as it fired its energy weapon from its mouth, or energy beam, I guess it was, and the head went kasp. <laughs> and yeah, so we defeated it, but we did take uh, some damage. Um, Hicks went down to health of three, but he managed to recover. He healed himself, and with a very lucky roll, we got uh, plus three health back. So we're back at five on the health. Spirit is still at three, and supply is still at four. Momentum is still at ten. So we're still doing pretty good. Um, However, uh, when we last left Hex and Corey, Hex was sitting, uh, leaning towards uh, one of the walls and taking a deep breath while he injected himself with some healing nanobots that did their work. So yeah, that's basically where we're at right now. Uh, (laughs) uh, We also... We're in a corridor, one of these hex corridors, and we we're moving towards the next uh, next hallway or the next um, open room, I guess we should call it. However, uh, I don't remember if we rolled on that, so maybe we did, maybe we didn't. But what we're going to do is that we're going to roll again because I can't remember. I had notes, but the... Stargazer app that I'm using, I had forgotten to back up my file and I had to go back to a previous file that I had backed up because my computer crashed. <laughs> so my my later notes disappeared because, you know, I was stupid. Uh, most of it's still here, but not all, most of it. Uh, I did go back and listen through some of the previous episodes to try and figure out where, where we were at. And I think I got everything back to at least somewhere what close to where we where we were. <laughs> so note to self, back up the file uh, after each session so this shit doesn't happen again. So yeah, we're going to start this episode with a undertake an expedition. And this time we are going to use wits because we're going to stay vigilant. So wits is a plus two. Uh, We don't have any assets or anything that would help us. So yeah, here we go. So that's a three on the action die versus a two and a seven on the challenge dies for a weak hit. So on a strong hit, you reach a waypoint, division the location and mark progress uh, per the rank of the expedition. On a weak hit, as above, but this progress costs you. Choose one. Suffer costs on route. 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 
Let's go with red. Make a suffer move minus two or two suffer moves at minus one or face a peril at the waypoint. Envision what you encounter. I think it will be more fun with face apparel at the waypoint and vision what you encounter. So I'm going to go with that. Because who doesn't like facing perils as they travel inside a very, very old, long forgotten vault by a race of beings that no one has seen in forever? So yeah, face apparel, that's what we're going to do. However, I don't know what we will encounter, so I need to envision this. Um, to do that, I think we're going to ask the Oracle a couple of questions, because asking the Oracle is always fun, and it's also what makes a solo RPG basically what it is, because without the Oracles, it would just be me sitting here telling you a story, but with the Oracle, I don't actually know what the story will be. I just interpret what the Oracle tells me, so... Rolling on the oracles are fun. But what I need to do first is that I need to mark the progress because I forgot to do that. So exploring the vault, marking the progress, putting us at a five. Oh, cool. So um, one more and we will probably get to the inner sanctum of this uh, vault. But we're not there just yet, so that has to wait for a while longer. Anyway, first of all, we're going to uh, find out what this peril is. So I'm going to go to the Sanctum Peril. No, wait, not the Sanctum Peril. We're supposed to go to the Interior Peril. So let's roll on the inter Interior Peril and see what we find or what, what sort of peril we are going to face. So... 1d100 14 corrosive environment oh well that's not too bad um so what happens is that hex and Corey they get back up or hex gets back up on his feet and he starts walking with caution because that's what we did walking with caution towards the opening or the door on the other side of this corridor and as he opens the door, well, he puts the little handle key thing. We have done this before, and the doors op the door opens, and he can smell this strong, pungent smell as things in here has started to rot and rust, and things are not looking great in this uh, this room. So. Uh, Hicks puts on his, well, he already has his rebreather uh, gas mask thing on because it's built into the suit, so it's not that bad. However, I think that because this is an uh, is a peril, a real peril, it's more than just corrosive environment uh, <laughs> like we, we used, used to see. I think this is pretty bad. This gas or whatever that's in this room is very corrosive and i think that hex notices that his suit is already starting to to get a little bit weakened by by the gas in here but he has to move on because we can't go back because back there we are going to get sucked out of <laughs> of the of the room because uh, we broke the glass and, and yeah it's a whole ordeal so i think what we're going to do that we we're going to face danger um, 
I think that's the best move to do in this case. So let's find the rules for that. Face danger. When you attempt something risky or react to an in, in a imminent threat, envision your action and roll. So what we're gonna, going to do is that if Hex is going to flip one of his beads or put one of, uh, one of his beads onto the floor and he's going to use his powers to shoot himself across the room as fast as possible. So we're going to use Edge. Um, he, I also think he's going to uh, tuck <laughs> Corey inside his suit. Corey is probably not effective by this corrosive atmosphere, but Hex doesn't know that. So he, he grabs <laughs> Corey and Corey goes... As Hicks stuffs him inside his suit. So yeah, he places the bead on the ground or a couple of beads. And he takes aim on them using his power to shoot himself across the room as fast as possible. So this is a face danger using edge. And yeah, that's it. No bonuses or anything. Coin shot doesn't give us any bonus to this. So here we go. That's not very good <laughs> oh crap i rolled a uh 10 and a 10 on the challenge die so it doesn't it doesn't matter when i rolled on the action die i just totally fucking failed so on a miss you fail or a moment momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of event pay the price well that's amazing <laughs> Okay, so what happens? I don't know. So I'm going to roll on the pay the price table. We don't do that very often. So let's see what happens. 73. You waste resources. Okay, I I can I can live with that. So I th uh, we, we lose uh, one supply. So we're going down to three. So what happens is that Hex shoots off as he was supposed to, to do, but somehow he gets, he misses or misjudges and as he uh, shoots away, he hits something that either comes flying or is, is hidden by this uh, foggy mist of corrosive crap. Uh, maybe something, some former light fixture or something uh, hanging down from the roof of the room. And as he smashes into it, his, I think his um, grappling gun, yeah, he had a grappling gun, as we know from two episodes ago. And I think that one drops and falls in down into the, into the waste <laughs> down, down at the bottom of this, uh, of this room. Uh, and it also knocks him off course. So because this was a match, uh, you know, 10, 10, that's a miss with a match. I'm also going to drop my momentum down to a 9 because we lose time as Hex hits this uh, light fixture, whatever it is, and gets uh, out of course and he falls down uh, into the room. Uh, I think, uh, I don't think it's that bad. He is able to, well, let's see, maybe he's not. Let's face danger one more time because I think that what he what hex is gonna try to do now is he's going to grab another handful of beads fire them into the ground at the bottom he can't see the bottom but he can feel it and then push off from those 
again to try and steer himself and get himself into a better position to keep moving forward so this is another face danger and again we're going to use edge because we are doing this uh, with speed mobility and slash or agility so let's see if that works um yeah grabbing a couple of beads shoot them down into the to the ground uh, so you can still feel them with his powers and then push off from them one more time as he falls trying to get himself into a better position or better balance and shoot away towards the door on the other side of the room so here we go oh forgot to roll the action die so that's a seven on the action die versus a six and a four on the challenge dice for a strong hit so that's great on a strong hit you are successful take plus one momentum so we're going back to ten <laughs> Great. And Hex is able to fire the beads into the ground, uh, push towards them. Maybe there are some other fixtures inside the room he can feel with the, with his power and, and try to, so he can, he manages to stabilize himself and shoot uh, off towards the door one more time. So I think that's all for this room. He lands on the other side and he opens the door and he when goes through it on two the other side into a new corridor so we are going to do another undertake the expedition undertake an expedition so let's try that one more time we are going to i'm with i i think we're still going to stay vigilant because this is getting a bit dangerous even for <laughs> even for hicks there is a lot of creepy things in this uh, vault and um, Corrosive atmospheres, flying bears, uh, big jellyfish things that tries to kill him, spiders that try to eat him. So yeah, we're gonna stay vigilant and go with the wits roll. Wits is a plus two, by the way. So here we go. Okay, that's actually not bad. That's an eight on the action die versus a two and an eight on the challenge die. So. That's a weak hit, so first of all, we are going to mark progress one more time, because we always forget that, or I almost forgot that uh, last time, which puts us at a 6, which is great, um, on the Explored Vault uh, vow. Yeah, you, you guys know, you know what, what I'm doing here. <laughs> and... But on a weak hit as above, um, sorry, on a strong hit, you reach the waypoint, envision the location and all that. On a weak hit as above, but the pr progress cost you, choose one. Suffer cost on route, making a suffer move or face a peril at the waypoint. This time, I think we're just going to make a minus two suffer move and we're going to grab that on the momentum. I think the corrosive atmosphere on the room before manages to uh, to eat through the the spacesuit a little bit more than Hex uh, anticipated, probably because of that uh, failed first jump he was supposed to do. Uh, so he stayed in there a little bit longer than he expected, and I think that takes a bit of his momentum because he needs to yeah he needs to stop and try and patch it up as best he can. Uh, leakage is not a good thing. Uh, we don't actually know if there is an atmosphere in here. 
some atmosphere there must be because we can walk around. Wait, we have magnetic boots. There might not be an atmosphere at all. So breaching in the suits is not good. So he's going to stay and patch it up. And I think uh, Corey probably helps him point out where there are any breaches, if there are any breaches and things like that. And yeah, so he loses a bit of momentum. Not too bad. Could have been worse. But we reached the waypoint. And we could... I think we could do the uh, explore waypoint at this point. Hmm. Let's think about this for a second. We have a progress of six, which means that we actually entered the sanctum of this vault right now. So I think we should roll on that first before we explore the waypoint because this is when Hicks enters into the inner sanctum of the vault this is basically what he sees and then we can roll on the explorer waypoint so we explore this uh, this part of the vault so first uh, let's roll on the sanctum feature 89 Whispering voices speaks to you. Oh, that can't be good. So Hicks walks up to the locking mechanism and puts his hand on it, and the doors swings open, and immediately he starts hearing voices in his head. But what are they saying? We're going to ask the oracle, uh, first question, are the voices seductive and nice and encouraging? Or are they horrible, uh, demeaning and uh, has evil intent? Um, we're going to go with the 50-50 on a yes, it's uh, a nice voice where the voices are nice and encouraging. And on a no, they are not. So, 50-50, here we go. That's a 7. So, yes, they are nice and encouraging and welcoming and seductive and all of these things. Not that this means that they are on Hicks' side. It's just that they are not uh, perceived as having bad intent or bad intentions, or like the voices are evil, or something like that. So, the following question is, what are they saying? What are they talking about? So, let's roll on the action and the theme, and see what we get. 90 on the action. Summon, and the theme... Eight, blood, summon blood. Hmm, let's think about this. Summon blood. Um, oh yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, uh, I think what this means is that, yeah, I think I have an idea. So, okay. So Hicks opens the door and he walks inside. 
he managed to take maybe one or two steps before he hear this voice inside his brain as it says welcome to our inner sanctum and Hicks immediately stops in his tracks and he asks hello who's there we have waited for you for many years now we thought you were lost to us but here you are once again we never thought you would come back to us we thought you were lost for all time we have been waiting for you our savior our future rests with you you hold the key to our freedom i think hex is a little bit taken aback by all this and then he says okay okay hold on how can i be part of this in any way how can i be a key to anything i'm just a regular guy from out there and i think he points a finger towards the general direction of space outside the vault don't fret Hicks. you are the key to our future and to our freedom because you are one of us Hicks just stands there for a short while and then he says uh what i am what now you're saying i am one of you guys I don't even know who I am, and here you are saying I'm somehow connected to you, to something inside a vault that hasn't been seen for thousands of years. I don't know about that. X, we do not expect you to trust us at this point. However, you are the only hope we still have left. Please, you must help us. Get yourself to these coordinates we have uploaded to the one you call Quarry. There you will find a representative of our people. They will explain everything to you. And hopefully, they can convince you to save us all. And after that, I think the voices dissipates and he cannot hear them anymore. Even if he tries to ask more questions or anything like that, they simply just disappear. And I think he looks over at Corey and he says, Corey, what the hell was that? What was what, Hicks? You were just standing there, speaking to yourself. I even tried to slap you. Well, I guess... I tried to ram you with my body, but nothing. You were just stuck. So what you're saying is that you didn't hear the other side of that conversation? No, hey, I didn't hear anything. I was just hearing you mumbling away. And then all of a sudden you asked me, what the hell was that? So nobody was tinkering with you or doing anything like that because that thing I was talking to said something about uploading some coordinates to your brain hmm I don't know Hicks I haven't scanned my system yet let me do that for a little while and Corey does his beepity boopity when he scans himself I don't think it actually sounds beepity boop but just to 
emphasis the the fact that he's scanning his own systems. So yeah. Well, there is something there. Oh wait. Oh, this fight is new. It's a big fight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got the new coordinate here. But I'm pretty sure I have never heard of this place before. I don't think that matters too much, Corey. The important part is, can we can we stuff it into our ship and let the ship fly us to these coordinates? I think so, right? I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be able to do that. It's just coordinates. In space. Okay, Corey. I'm sick of this place. What do you say about us just getting back to the ship and get the fuck out of here? I must admit, I think this is the best idea you have had in a very, very, very long time. So I say, let's go. And I think that's it with this room. Uh, however, we can't just uh, go back to the ship. We need to go around uh, through the vault and find another way. Because we can't really go back the same way we came. We have a lot of issues that way. The corrosive atmosphere room, the biodome that's broken down with the big leak in the roof, uh, some jellyfish that wants to eat us because we are intruders, and yeah, you know, all those those things. So uh, we can't just leave and walk away. What we need to do is find another way around and get to the ship and then get out. However, before we do anything else, there are a couple of rolls we need to make and some other mechanical stuff. First of all, I'm going to mark progress on the legacy quest, uh, what happened to my people. I just want to make clear that I didn't roll or do any moves for that. It's just, uh, it's just that I feel that this was a good place to mark progress on that vow. Because we found out a little bit more about uh, where Hex comes from or where he potentially comes from. And yeah, I think uh, I think it makes sense to, to add another tick. So that puts us at two. So we still have a very long way to go before we can finish that, that quest. However, what we could do is we could finish uh, the expedition um, to explore the vault. We could just roll... Uh, finish an expedition and that might get us out of here otherwise we will have some setbacks and yeah we we have to see what happens so but i think that hex is just going to quickly and as fast as possible try and get back to the ship to get away uh, we also have to return the moonstone to the uh, to the planet the relic so we got we got stuff to do uh, so we're gonna try and finish the expedition to get back to the ship and get the hell out of here so we have a six on the explore the vault uh, vow so six versus a two and a four so that's a strong hit on a strong hit, you reach your destination or complete your survey. Mark a reward on your discovery legacy track per expedition rank. And this one was a formidable. So that's one box, which puts us at 
two full boxes and two ticks on the legacy track and that also means that I have access to two more experience points so that's great we can upgrade some some assets uh, we need three to buy a new one so I think we're just gonna upgrade what we already got uh, I'll have to think about that for a little while but we'll deal with that next time so we finished the expedition Hex and Cory gets back to their ship and as they enter the ship, Hex says, All right, Corey, punch in the coordinates for Relic. We have a moonstone to return. And that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please spread the word. Leave some likes and ratings and reviews and all these things. And if you wish to come in contact with me, you can either send me a voice message on Anchor or you could send me an email on sapsquest at gmail.com and I hope to see you in the next one. Thank you for listening. If you like what you have heard, share this pod with anyone and everyone. Feel free to subscribe to the show in any and all podcatchers. Leaving a review is also very much appreciated. If you wish to get in contact with me, you can find me at sapsquest at gmail.com. Music by Diego Suarez and Tabletop Audio. Rollo's blessing be upon you and may your dice forever be in your favor.